Ishut of Sefer Nashim. This chapter is fairly, fairly long, as are, frankly, most of the chapters of Ishut. But the subject matter is very simple. It has to do with what can count as consideration when we are doing Kiddushin Bechesef. So, obviously, the concept would be something that is not something that is not mutar uh, something that, legally speaking, doesn't have any value because cannot be used, will not serve as a good kesef for Kiddushin. Okay, so halacha alef, ha-mekadesh bedavah shu asur bahanaya kegon bahanaa, sorry, kegon hamez lopesach basar behalav echeyoseh bahen mishal isurah hanaa. If someone does Kiddushin with something is forbidden to derive a benefit from like Hames during Pesach or Basar Behalav or other things that are forbidden to derive a benefit from in HaMekudeshe, the woman is not Mekudeshe even if this was something that was forbidden only like Hamed's the sixth hour um, after the sixth hour Erev Pesach that we said it's Midrabanan or Sorry, only during the six hour, after six hours in the Raita, but during the six hours in the Rabbanan. Or another example Haraman doesn't bring, but it came up in a discussion with a friend today. Setam uh, Yenam, wine that we don't know if it's Yain Nesach or not. It's also Surbehana Amid Rabbanan. That's Enah Mekudeshet. Halachabet, Avaru Machar Davar Hasurbehana Yabekidesh Bedamav, Harizo Mekudeshet. If the person actually then converts, that which is forbidden behana'ah, and then uses the money for Kiddushin, then she's Mekudeshet. Although he wasn't entitled to, but now what he uses is the money. other than Avodah Now Avodah Zarah is a special deen, and that is if you convert it to money, the money also becomes forbidden, and therefore if you use money that was obtained by selling Avodah Zarah, the Kiddushin with this money are not valid. If someone uses any of the um, uh, waste of Aigel, of, of, of a cow that was Avodah Zarah, so that waste itself is also Asur. Because anything that derives from Avodah Zarah, even the waste of the cow, is Asur Bahanayah. The Torah is very specific and says nothing, not even one Ayora should should uh, sh- should you have any contact with from the head and from things that are supposed to be destroyed, like Avodah Zarah in that context. However, if someone uses the waste of uh, of an ox that is meant to be killed because it killed a human being for, for the third time, the Shor Haniskal, the Shor Haniskal itself is forbidden, but it's Peresh is not forbidden. I do not recommend this to propose to a girl by offering her waste of a bull, which has another word that's not very nice in English for what that is, but halacha would be that she is mekudeshet. So although the shor haniskal itself is a sur it's peresh, it's not a sur We don't have veloid bag biyadecha meuma min shor haniskal in this case, and therefore since it's not a davar hashuv, it's not significant with respect to the shore whose person, whose body became a surbahanaya, the perish itself would be valid consideration for Kiddushin. Again, not halachalimaase. Halachagimal, 
המקדש בפילות שביעית או באפר פרה אדומה ובמים שמלאן לעשותן מנידה הרי זו מקודשת. Now this is something that have קדושה in and of themselves, פירות שביעית is a fruit of שמיטה that have to be eaten within the שמיטה or אפר פרה אדומה which obviously needs to be designated only for the purpose of פרה אדומה ritual or the water that was, you, that was designated for doing the פרה אדומה water that's called מנידה uh, for anyone who is familiar with the פרשה of פרשת פרה uh, so these things are not asurim behanaya in this sense, and therefore, and they are sheve peruta, and therefore she's mekudeshet. Hamekadesh beekdesh levedekabayit beshorer. Also, if someone uses property that belongs to bedekabayit, bedekabayit is the operating account of beta mikdash, and uh, it's it's uh, if if anyone takes from there, it's called meila, as we're going to see beratad hashem in later halachot. But uh, and then the person becomes liable not only to return that property to Beit Hamikdash but also to pay a penalty on that as a homish. But if he went ahead and used it, she is mekudeshet vehu yeshalem kerem vehomish leekdesh veyavi hashamok edin kol moral bishaga. And then he needs to pay the principal and the fifth penalty to the to the hekdesh. By the way, this fifth is a twenty five percent really on the principal, which becomes the fifth of the whole. To the Hekdesh, and then he also has to bring a Korban Asham because of the Me'ila, like anyone who does Me'ila Bishkaga. However, if he did so Bemezid, then the Din is different, and you may not convert property of Beta Mikdash to your own possession Bemezid, and therefore it was never yours to begin with, and therefore it's, she's not Mekudeshet. If you use Ma'asar Shani, uh, which is fruits from your produce that you have to separate uh, four out of each cycle of seven years of Shemitah, uh, the the first, second, and fourth, fourth and fifth years of Shemitah, you have to separate Ma'asar Shani, and then you have to take these fruits and eat them within the Homot of Yerushalayim, Betahura. But they are Te'onim Hilul. If you choose to do so, you may uh, redeem them by transferring the Kedushah to a monet, to money, to coins that, that have this, plus a certain amount. Um, however, ben, if you use Ma'asr Shani itself, she is not Mekudeshet. Why? Because the Ma'asr, until, until such time, if at all, that you do Hilul to it, then it's considered forbidden for any use other than for the use Hashem designated, which is to be eaten within Yerushalayim. If the Kohen uh, does Kiddushim with that part which came to him from Kadashim, Kodshe Kadashim or Kadashim Kalim, which is something that only the Kohen can eat, because the only thing that they can be used for is Achila, and therefore they are not property that is called considered Sheve Peruta. They have one very specified function for which they are permitted under very specified conditions, and therefore they don't rise to the level of something that's called Sheve Peruta. Aval. But if the Kohen did Kiddushin with one of the Matenot Kehuna that only Kohanim can eat, but under 
lacks or circumstances not only can they can they be eaten by him but the kohen can then transfer them they are alienable what's called in property law alienable the kohen can then transfer it to another kohen can even sell it to another kohen also levi that use master rishon or israel that that use master ani for the kiddushin all of which can be eaten and also transferred to others under certain circumstances so given that they have this transferability aspect to them they can become the matanot the portion of uh, let's say produce that is supposed to be matanot is supposed to be the terumah or supposed to be the maaser but they were not allocated yet they are as if they have been allocated so the situation here is in Israel, he's not entitled to eat Teruma, uh, obviously. And then he receives an inheritance, Tevel, uh, Tevel is a produce that still has a Teruma within it, from his maternal grandfather who was a Kohen. So his maternal grandfather would have been able to, to, to eat the teruma from this tevel. And then he goes ahead and separates the teruma in the maaser. Then in reality, what he then received was the entirety of the tevel from his grandfather. If, if his grandfather hadn't been a Kohen, then within this tevel that he received, there is a portion that never belonged to him. But when he receives the tevel from a grandfather with a Kohen, then the portion of the tevel that belongs to a Kohen can be said to have belonged to his grandfather. And therefore, he receives, he receives possession of that entire amount, including the teruma, which he cannot keep, but he can choose whom to give it to. He can even sell it to another Kohen. And therefore, if he uses them to be mekadesh isha, harizo mekudeshet, because although he cannot eat them, he can then turn around and sell them to a Kohen, obviously for a much lower price than he would sell something that's not the Ruma, because right now he can only sell it to a Kohen, whereas other things can be sold to anyone, whether Kohen or not. So by the simple laws of supply and demand, he'll get a much lower price, but so long as they are Sheveh Peruta, he can do Kiddushin with them. However, in Israel, that just has a simple case of having teruma within his tevel, then he cannot use a teruma to do kiddushin because although he can decide, he can choose, he, he has a certain benefit in that he can choose to which kohen to give it to, to whom to give it to. By the way, this is uh, Policy-wise, this is a genius idea because the Kohanim uh, obviously are going to all be very nice and, and uh, try to teach as much Torah freely as possible so that the Israelim choose them to be the recipient of the Teruma. In other words, the Kohen will try to earn their right to receive Teruma by being as nice as possible, which increases the likelihood that the relationship between Kohanim and Israel are going to be very nice. 
but that Tovat Hanaya, the ability to choose to which Kohen to give it to, is not considered Sheve Peruta to give it to, to the woman for Kiddushin. הלכה זין, המקדשת האישה ברזל או ברנבה או בחמאס, אם נתיישע בעלים נודע שקנה אותו דבר בייאוש על איזו מקודשת, ואם לאו אינה מקודשת. A person who uses stolen goods or goods that were obtained by violence to do kiddushin, if the בעלים had had ייאוש, then there is something that's called under English law conversion, the owner has become the, the, the thief, and therefore, although he has to return it with penalty in some circumstances, this is right now his, this actual object is his because of the Yehush, and therefore she'd be Mekudashet, the Imla Vena Mekudashet. Halachachet ha-nikhnas abet ha-verov ve-lakach lo keli o-ochel v'chayose bahen v'kidesh bo isha u-ba ba'al abayit. If someone goes into his friend's house and without any authorization, takes an object and uses it to do kidushin, and then his friend comes back. Afal pisha amar lo, lama lo atata la-davar zeh shu tobi ma shatata la? Even if the friend, the owner of the house, then says, says to him, why did you take this cheap jewelry? You should have taken my best jewelry and used that. After all, you're my friend, and I'm very happy that you took it. She's not Mekudeshet because we assume that the reason the friend is now being all nice about the fact that he stole something from him is not to embarrass him. However, given that he used property of his friend without authorization, he fulfilled all the elements of Gazel, and she is not Mekudeshet. If, however, he used something that, for the most part, a Baalabait would not really mind to give away gratis, like, for example, just something as simple as a date or, or a nut, uh, walnut, then uh, it's a fact because we don't know what the Baalabite would know, would, would think at that moment, and we don't have a presumption one way or the other. So, this is an example of Kiddushin Misafek. If he had a partnership, some kind of joint venture with a partner, and then before they settled the accounts and they, they devaluated the account and knew how much each person owned, he goes and decides to do it by his own, and then without his friend's authorization, his partner's authorization, he takes whatever part he will claim was his and uses that for Kiddushin. She is not Mekudeshet because until such time as it's defined with certainty what belongs to him, it's as if nothing belongs to him. Uh, otherwise, anyone could take whatever they want and decide what belongs to them in such partnerships, such, such joint ventures, and Chachamim did not want this to happen. Reuven goes and steals something from Rivka. And then uses that object which is stole from her and tells her, look, this is what I have. I, I stole this from you. Um, I don't know if there was Yehush or not. It's not clear here. But 
in any event, he says to her, the object this which I stole from you. And then she says, yes. If before that, there has been some context where he, he asked her, look, I, I really want to marry you. Will you marry me? And then she said, yes. And that's Shiduchin. And they, there was an actual a courtship that that uh, that preceded this. There was some context to it. And then she agreed. And then she took it and then she didn't protest that this used to be hers. Because obviously she agreed and perhaps she even forgave the fact that he had stolen this object and therefore it was his right now. However, if there was no such context, even if she didn't protest when he gave her what used to belong to her for the purpose of Kiddushin, however, if she didn't protest, and not only did she not protest, but she said, yes, okay, I agree very explicitly, she's Mekudeshet. Yod Aleph, similar situation, um, Likewise, if, if uh, he gives her something to keep for him, he gives her something to keep for him, and then while this thing is in her possession, he tells her, you know what, keep it, and by keeping it, You'll be mekudeshetly. If, if he says this to her before she takes it, and then she takes it and she doesn't protest, However, if after she goes and takes it for herself, he tells he tells her and and uh, you know what? That the fact that you took it, uh, it, it's going to now be yours as kiddushin. This doesn't count. She's not mekudeshet. Because uh, assent as consent, silence as consent, or silence as assent, doesn't apply if it happens after the transaction. Because every shatika that happens after the the tender of the ma'ot of the consideration doesn't count. To signify assent. However, if there is an, a verbal explicit expression of yes, of agreement, after such time, she is indeed Mekudeshet. Similar situation, he owed her money, and then he, as he's returning the money to her, he tells her, and you'll be Mekudeshet, and she agrees, or, or she doesn't say anything. If there was a context of courtship before that, she's Mekudeshet. If there was no such context, Ena Mekudeshet, unless she says explicitly, okay, yes, I agree. And if if uh, if after he gives her back her money, he tells her, and uh, what about you take this money as kiddushin, and and then she says yes, 
then just like before or sorry and then she and then she doesn't say anything uh, sorry even, even if she says yes she's not the kodeshet unlike the other cases why because the moment she receives that money that belonged to her she's settling a debt that was owed to her and there is no turning that back that that but by tendering money that was owed you're automatically settling that debt and that's the the sole purpose the sole function that is going to serve and therefore it turns out that all what is doing was repaying a debt and on, on on the other hand also she cannot then claim oh that debt that you repaid me that was your attempt to be mekadesh me and therefore the kiddushim didn't apply and therefore it becomes a gift and now you owe me back that money no that money was uh halachically speaking legally speaking the repayment repayment of that debt if someone does kiddushin with a loan, a milva, even if this was done through, in other words, not with money, but with a, with a promise, with a promissory note, even if this is with a, a contract, she's not mekudeshet. Kesad. What's an example? Let's assume that he had with her a debt of a dinar. In other words, she owes him a dinar. Then he tells her, why aren't you... Uh, let's be mekudeshet to me through that dinar that you hold for me. She's not mekudeshet because he doesn't really have any tangible property with her. There is only... A, a, a right to then receive property, but there is nothing here to be tendered. There is just a very intangible right to a future payment. That is what the milva is considered as a debt. It's what's called in in American law a security, and this security or this uh, or this um, um, IOU or debt or payment obligation. This obligation itself is not something that can be used to do Kiddushin. Because the milva, this amount that was given to this to this girl, was meant for her to spend however she wishes, and therefore she spent it, it's as if she spent it however she wishes, it no longer exists. There is nothing here that exists at this moment to be used for the Kiddushin. Because we assume, we deem it as if that this dinar, the moment she received it, she went ahead and spent it. Money is, is uh, fungible. And uh, and therefore, there is nothing here that's real enough for Kiddushin. Slightly more complicated. <clears throat> However, if she owed him a dinar and then she had given to him a certain security, an object to be retained until such time as she repays it and in the event she doesn't repay it for him to be able to, 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 to monetize at least part of that mashkon and get that dinar. So now he's telling her, you'll stop owing me this dinar 
and it'll be Mekudeshet to me. And here is your Mashkon back. So she's Mekudeshet just by virtue of the Hana'a, of the benefit she receives by getting back her Mashkon at that moment. That is the Hana'a that we consider, and that, that's the Hana'a that can be Sheve Peruta, and therefore she can be Mekudeshet in this situation. This is a very interesting sugya in the Gemara, and Harambam's take in this sugya is very interesting. So pay attention for those who know this sugya. I believe it's in, um, I actually don't remember where it is, but I believe it's in Nezakin, not in, not in Nashim. So if someone does Kiddushin, Bahana'at Milva, Give me just one second, let me just find it, because it's it's a very interesting sukiya. Yeah. Hana'at milva or malve. So I'm being told by Jacob here that it's in Kiddushin, in Asara Yohasin. Okay, so Kiddushin malve, I think it's also somewhere else. I think it's also somewhere else because I studied this not too long ago and I haven't studied Kiddushin in a while. That's the only reason I think it's somewhere else. Um, in any event, Ribit or Kiddushin, this is... Okay. Um, I, 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 I cannot find it very easily. So, if, if the person wants to do Kiddushin with the Hana'a, the actual benefit that one gets from the Milva, this is considered Kiddushin. How so? Kesad. Let's say that uh, he, the person lends to this girl 200 Zuz. Let me uh, you with a promise that you can have the peace of mind that for however many days I'm not going to come knocking on your door asking for this money back. So let's say at, for at least 200 days I'm not going to be asking for this money back. Because she would have that much time to use this money from, from this moment on. However, it's forbidden to do this. Because it's like, it's not repeat, but it's like repeat. And my rabbis, and this probably refers to the Rif and Rabbi Yosef Iver Megas, they said things on, on this situation that are not Ramam says are not uh, are not appropriate. They, he Ramam really disagreed with their interpretation, and he called this Devarim Shem Raul Shuman. Halachat Zayin Amar Lah Hareat Mekudeshet Libi Frutazo. By the way, Raul Shuman, maybe it's not a derogatory term. Maybe it's just just like we use the term Mipia Shemualam Do, etc. It's things that are not worthy of transmitting down. So Rambam is saying the buck stops here. I'm not going to pass it down on through my book. I believe that they were wrong and therefore I'm not going to transmit it 
that is maybe it's perhaps perhaps that's a way to read it just like the term of if anyone has thoughts on this I'd like to hear those if he now joins a peruta with a hov the hov itself would not be enough but with a peruta it becomes enough also, if he says, uh, which is not a hov, but it's a milva, and with this peruta, she's mekudeshet. If he has a debt that somebody else owes and he does something that's called innovation under uh, common law and, and under American law, so Reuven owes money to Shimon and Shimon wants to transfer this debt to Levi or in this case to, to, to Sarah. So he tells to Sarah, next to, next to Reuven, Shimon tells to Sarah, Okay, the money that Reuven owes me is going to owe it to you, and through this, your mekudeshet that counts. Now we said before she had a pikadon by him. Let's say he had a pikadon by her, or 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 she had, or or she had borrowed something from him and uh, and she still has it at this moment so this is not like when she borrows money where the money really doesn't exist now there is an actual object that does exist so if he tells her you can keep this object that's enough to be mekudeshet if he says be mekudeshet to me for the benefit that you're going to get from the fact that I'm going to put a good word about you to the king and he's going to not come after you on these taxes. I'm going to talk to the IRS so they don't audit you. And then they don't audit her. She's not Mekudeshet. Amar la hareat Mekudeshet li. Sorry. Ve'im natan la peruta mishlo she'ana'ah she'ba'ala midevarav harehik emilvah Unless he, he combines this with actually giving her some nominal monetary amount at the amount of a peruta or more. Because the hana'a that she received from that statement that he said at that moment, it's like a milva in the sense that it doesn't, there is nothing tangible behind it that can be transferred at that moment to create Kiddushin, and therefore she's done Mekudeshet. Very similar situation if he says, I'm going to do a certain task on your behalf, I'm going to build a house for you, or I'm going to paint a room for you, or I'm going to loan your your to mow your to mow your loan on your behalf and then he does it she's not mekudeshet unless he combines this with putting a peruta to sweeten the deal if 
כל זמן שיעשה מקצת מן המלאכה, יזכה במקצת מן השכר, ונמצא השכר כולו מלווה אסלאב, המקדש במלווה אינה מקודשת. Because the way we consider שכירות, the way we consider any task, any service agreement, is that the person that, that agreed to do something and is going to be rewarded for that something at the very end, he's earning that, that something at the very end slowly, slowly. And until he earns it, think about this, she's now creating a debt, right? She's creating a debt to him uh, that she's going to owe in whole, in full, the moment he fulfills his task, his part of the deal. But we said that that kind of, 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 a, of an obligation is not enough to do Kiddushin, and therefore she's not the Kudashet. Halakha kaf alef. Ha'isha she'amela tedina lifloni matana v'et kadesh ani lach. If a woman says, go and give this dinar to someone as a gift, and because of that I'll become a Kudashet to you. Ve'natan ve'amar lahareat mekudashet li. ונתן ואמר לה, and then he gave, he gave it to her, and, and uh, to that person, and then he told her, you are here by Mekudeshet to me, on account of the benefit that you are receiving, for the gift that I gave on your behalf, even though she didn't actually receive anything in return, she is receiving something she asked for, she the consideration to her is something she asked for and therefore it has a tangible value to her and somebody else is receiving a tangible value so if we have these two conditions somebody is receiving more than peruta and the woman is receiving something that for her is considered of peruta uh, then this counts as enough consideration for kiddushin ונתן לו וקידשה אותו פלוני ואמר לה, הרי את מקודשת לי בהנאת מתנה זו שקיבלתי ברצונך, הרי זו מקודשת. So too, if she tells him, give this dinar to somebody else as a gift, and I'm going to become מקודשת to him. So she tells Shimon, Shimon, go and give a gift um, to, to Reuven, And when Reuven receives this gift, I'm going to be Mekudashet to him. And then Reuven gives the gift to Shimon. And Shimon comes to, to Sarah and tells her, uh, okay, you know what? You'll become, you'll become uh, Mekudashet to me on account of the benefit that you receive from somebody giving me this gift. Then the, for the same reasons, she's Mekudashet. Amar Laha. If he tells her, have this dinar as a gift, and by receiving this gift, you'll become a Kudeshet to somebody else. And then the other guy, that somebody else, came and told her, you're a Kudeshet to me, for the Hana'a that is coming on my account, even though the Mekadesh really did not participate, not as a receiver or as a giver in this transaction, but all the elements were fulfilled otherwise, and she is Mekudeshet. <coughs> she told him, uh, have this gift to you, 
as a gift. I'm giving you, the girl is saying to the guy, I'm giving you a ring, I'm giving you a gift, and and I'm going to become a Kudesha to you. Ulkahove Amar Laha. And then he took it from her and told her, okay, so you are going to be Mekudesha to me by account, on account, by reason of the Hana'a that you are receiving from the fact that I'm, that I'm accepting your gift. So if I accept your gift, you are getting something in return. That's the idea here. If that person was someone important enough that it's worthwhile to her that he's now accepting a gift from her. She's mekudeshet. Because she receives an actual tangible benefit from the fact that he agreed to receive her gift. And it's through this benefit that she's doing kiddushin and she's uh, becoming his. Um, I'm going to be Mekadesh you with this dinar, and until I give you this dinar, have this as collateral. She's not Mekudeshet. Because if you think about it, she didn't receive the money yet, and the mashkon that she received was never hers, so she didn't receive anything. Now this If I have a collateral that doesn't belong to me, somebody else left it in my office, a security for a loan that they have to me, and then I take this mashkon and use it to be mekadesh a woman, then she is mekudeshet because. In the mashkon, I have a little bit, because I have the security, a little bit of that mashkon, not specified how much, but a little bit of it is mine. If someone says to a woman, you are mekudeshet to me with this dinar, but you have to then give it back to me. She's not Mekudeshet. Whether she ends up giving it back or not, sorry, not a Hazira, but a Hazira, Ben Lo Hazira. Shaim Lo Hazira too, because it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, Mimayna uh, On the one hand, if she doesn't give it back, then she didn't fulfill the condition. And if she fulfills the condition, she didn't receive any benefit. Let's say he gives her a leaf or something and he tells her on this and she agrees and then people tell him hey wait a second this doesn't have Sheve Peruta and then he says no Actually, inside this aguda, inside this bunch of leaves that I gave to her, there is hidden something that is shave uh, for zuzim, which is much more than peruta. If she then says, okay, I agree, she's mekudeshet. Ve'im shatka, if she doesn't respond, she doesn't react, because as we said before, 
just being silent is not assent if it happens after the transaction. However, at Zarambam, although the value of the four hidden Zuzim doesn't count for anything, the fact that the Aguda is not Shaveh Peruta in this place just means that the Kedushin and Kedushim is affected because as we said in, in the prior chapter, they may be worth Peruta elsewhere. If the person formulates the Kiddushin consideration by saying, okay, you're going to be Mekudeshet to me because of this date, because of this date, because of this date, and by date, by the way, I don't mean a date of going out on a date, but the fruit date, and we don't know exactly which one he meant, or if he meant all three. So we assume that we that he meant the most expensive of the three. And if any of them has Shaveh Peruta, she's Mekudeshet. If not, she's Mekudeshet Misafek, because it might be Shaveh Peruta elsewhere. Kafzain, Amar Lait Kadeshili Bazo, Bazo, Bazo. However, if he says, uh, be married to me on account of this date and this date and this date together, then we consider all of them and the value of all of them in the aggregate. If all of them are if otherwise it's effect because of the same reason. However, if while he was saying that she was eating the temarim, then it's an interesting case because every time she ate a temara, she ate three temarim in total, okay? The first time she ate the first two temarim, she was creating a debt. She wasn't really receiving anything. She was creating a debt. She would now owe him the value of the temara. And you can't use that for Kiddushin. So we only look at the last one. Halakha kafhait amar lahariat mekudeshet li be'elu However, third case, same fact almost. So there is three dates and she's going to be eating one, one at a time. And then he tells her, on account of all of them, you are going to be my wife. And then she eats one one. Then we can still look at the aggregate value of all of them because even though she's eating uh, one by one, they are part of the same bundle, and then now she's she's agreeing to, but by by eating the first one, she's agreeing to accept the, the entire bundle as a whole. If now the person is using a cup of with a liquid inside containing some liquid inside, if it's filled with water. Then we look at the value of the cup itself and the, its contents, the water that's in it. But if it's filled with wine, then we only consider the value of the cup, but not the value of the wine. This is just semantics and what things mean, and what people are deemed to mean when they say, when they say, so if someone is doing it with wine, he actually, we assume he means just the cup and not the wine that's in it. 
because otherwise he would have specified cos yain because the yain normally is very expensive so you wouldn't just uh, fold it into the value of the cos if it's with oil then we actually look at the value of the oil and not the value of the cup um, and and the reason is because normally you don't give the cup of oil to someone to drink um, because the oil is not something that you drink and the oil is actually more expensive than the wine much more expensive so you would have specified otherwise so with the wine you wouldn't have said you wouldn't have not specified wine if you meant to include the wine with the oil not only would would you would you not have meant to include the oil but you would have made it very very clear that you are not including the oil that's why we actually look only at the oil therefore if the shaman doesn't have to be perutash, is mekudeshet besafek. Why safek? Because it can be worth perutah elsewhere. And therefore, if the oil had the value of perutah, she's mekudeshet vadai, and we don't even pay attention to the value of the cup. Baruch Adonai le'olam. Amen ve'amen.